0: I'm Kim Grinnells of dogman.com along with Scott Eklund and being that it's a holiday season, we tend to get a little bit scattered and scrambled and buried and uh, football media this morning, basketball media this morning, interviews, family obligations and Scott and I just wanted to make sure that we try to get an emergency recruiting podcast on mm-hmm. actually the first big official recruiting weekend of the year. Uh, we are actually up in Woodenville, outside in the parking lot of Passing Time Wine with Damon Hewards Wine. I talked to Damon and his wife a little bit about sam so we're actually working
1: yes sort of and
0: and drinking wine yeah and drinking wine so anyways uh, you know big official weekend scott uh how many visitors in there are
1: six visitors in this weekend headliner um i would say it's uh dylan morris the quarterback out of graham kapowson who committed um about a year and a half almost two years ago um and kind of the headliner of the class. He's, he, I think he's the third or fourth highest rated uh, player in the class. 6'2", 6'1", 6'2", 100, 195, 200 pounds. Um, had a really good four-year career, four-year starter at Graham Kapowson uh, up at the University of Washington this weekend. And I have a feeling he will also be making an unofficial visit next weekend when the big, big recruiting weekend is. The Seattle
0: Times All-State team came out. He didn't make the All-State mm-hmm. team but uh, no slight. Um, you know, Cale Millen had a hell of a year too. Oh,
1: absolutely had a great year and um, took his team further in the playoffs than Dylan took his team and dealt with more injuries. Um, I mean, uh, uh, Mount Cy, um dealt with a ton of injuries. They're starting... Uh, Running back, uh, one of their starting uh, offensive linemen, um, were lost in the first week of the season. And they just kept losing guys left and right throughout the rest of the season. So um, dealt with a lot. Still threw a ton of touchdown passes, threw for a ton of yards. ran, Ran for almost 500 yards and I think about 15 touchdowns. So, I mean, he had a really good season this season.
0: Coming out of media, I don't know if it was anybody, but I saw a very large human that looked kind of young with very long hair. Could that have been anybody?
1: Um. Not off the top of my head, no. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Well, the one guy who hasn't been talking much and pretty much shut it down with the media is uh, JC Transfer and Corey Luciano, and he's also in town this weekend.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I honestly didn't know if he had took took his official uh, during April last uh, spring because that's when they could start taking official visits is April through June. And I know he came up on a visit, but uh, it turns out that that was an unofficial visit. Uh, he paid for it himself. So he came up. He, he He's up this weekend. He'll enroll um, in early January once uh, the
0: winter quarter starts. What's kind of funny is uh, one of the linebackers in from Hawaii, Miki Mika Ayu. Miki Ayou. Miki yeah. Ayou. You know, and I've talked to some people close to the program, you know, who are close to people who are close to the program. And of all the Hawaiian guys and all the linebackers out there, this is this might be the sleeper, because yeah. this is a guy that this yeah. coaching staff was absolutely thrilled to get,
1: yeah, they wanted him really badly they they offered him pretty early in the process. I think they offered him right after the rising stars camp, and he committed pretty quickly after that um, he the problem is the problem is that a lot of people want to see guys who are six, two six, three, and two hundred and forty pounds getting offers and they just don't make a lot of guys like that 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 are big time guys and so you get a guy like him Mickey Ayu, who is about 6'1 195 pounds and but you watch his film the guy is physical every buddy he hits goes backwards he's uh instinctive and has and plays on one of the best programs out in the islands in Kahuku. So uh, not a bad situation for Washington to get him in the boat and have him committed very early.
0: Well, the other thing, too, is people are used to, you know, and we've had to go through this process where the game's change, you know, where people are still wondering where the fullback is. Well, people don't use fullbacks anymore. They use tight ends. And linebackers anymore, you don't need those 240-pound linebackers in the Pac-12. You need guys that can chase the spread. You need guys that can run. You need Ben Berkervin. You need Keyshawn Bieria, and he looks like he's one of those guys, and even maybe a little bit of Corey Littleton in
1: I mean if if coach I mean I'm not going to st- stand here and say if Chris Peterson could get a 63 guy that 245 pounds that could run a 43 and play in coverage yeah of course he wants that guy the bigger and faster the better but if you can't, that, that combination is very rare out there. You need guys who can play in space, and Mickey Ayu yeah, can.
0: Tim Horn, the kicker out of Hawaii, is actually in an unofficial. Can they keep him and have him kick in the Rose Bowl? <laughs>
1: no, he's on an official, actually, yeah. So, um, no, they can't. Uh, it'd be great if they could. Maybe it'd give him a little more confidence. But, honestly, you know, Peyton Henry... Was a very accomplished kicker in high school, so you just never know till these guys get in onto campus and uh, and you know what they can do once things start going live in practice.
0: Taj Davis, uh, uh, you know, it's just sometimes you forget about the guys yeah. who commit early.
1: Yeah, um, well, I mean, a lot gets lost when you're you're in on guys like um, you know Kyle Ford or Brew McCoy or. Um, Kennedy Lewis, who's another guy that they're in on a Texas wide receiver that's a big-time guy. And, you know, you, you forget about a guy like Taj Davis, who's about 6'2", I think he's about 6'2", 190, 185, 190, and um, the guy just puts up huge numbers, has put up huge numbers for three straight seasons as a starter, and really has has blown people away with the, his abilities out on the football field, and he did it against some really high-end competition down in California.
0: Also, Cam Davis, the running back, is also in town, and one of the things, that, you know, I think that you and I would agree with, they need an explosive running back after Bishop. San Sankey because mm-hmm. I don't, we, I don't, I think we're both on the same page with Savan Ahmed. He's not a guy that you can give the ball to twenty-five times a game.
1: Yeah, well, you said Bishop Sankey, you also mean Miles Gaskin, right? Yeah. Okay. And because basically, Miles Gaskin and Bishop Sankey, are, we we compared them the yeah. same when when Miles Gaskin was being recruited. So, um, you know, Cameron Davis is a little bit bigger than both of those guys, uh, but he has the same kind of running style. You know, he's a tough inside runner. He can get out and get in space and make some plays that way. He is a guy, at least um, from high school that you can look at, and he was a guy who carried the ball 20 to 25 times a game. And I think that's something that Washington is hoping they found once he gets to campus.
0: I know everybody's listening to this going, yeah, we know about those guys, you know, because it's not about the guys you have. It's always about the guys you haven't got yet, Mm -hmm. because as soon as you get those guys, then you don't care about them anymore. But uh, who are some of the top guys left on the boards? Uh,
1: Some of the top guys I already mentioned, uh, Kennedy Lewis, the wide receiver out of Melissa, Texas. He's about 6'3", 200. He's, uh, He's a sprint guy. Um, not the most natural of pass catchers, but uh, you just never know. Those guys, you get them on campus, you you work with them, you work on their fundamentals and how they position their hands and everything like that. That's something you can work on. Um, he was um, a guy,
0: by the way, who yeah. was originally committed to TCU.
1: Yes, he, Washington offered him way back in the spring. So it wasn't, you know, a lot of people, I've seen a lot of people say, well, we're, we're resorting to Plan C. Well, this isn't a Plan C guy. They had him offered early. Might not have taken him right away because maybe they wanted to see what happened with guys like Jonata and, and Kyle Ford and things like that, but he was a guy they thought enough of to offer early in the process, and um, now they're, they've come back in on him because TC, he dropped TCU, and now that's a situation where Washington has a very good chance. I, I would put the chances of them reeling him in much better than not um, this this
0: coming fall well, or this coming. It year. looks like they're still on three receivers: Puka Nakua, Kyle Ford, and um, and. Um, Guy, uh, <laughs> Kennedy in, Lewis. Uh, Kennedy yeah. Lewis. Um, how many of those guys would they take?
1: Um, I think they'll take uh, only one more. I think they're only going to take one more, and and I really think that um, you know if if. Um, if they get Kennedy Lewis next weekend, or Kyle Ford tells them this week, hey, why don't you why don't you guys save me a spot because I'm coming there? Then maybe they don't bring in Kennedy Lewis. I think they're only going to take one more wide receiver, and Kennedy Lewis is the most likely guy, unless Kyle Ford opts to do it next week before that weekend. They take Kyle Ford no matter what. I think they would. Um, so let's say let's say it goes. Kyle Ford doesn't give him any indication. Let's say Kennedy Lewis commits next weekend. They get him signed kyle ford doesn't want to make his decision until um the it was formerly the army all-american game but it's called the all-american game now i believe and uh he wants to uh announce there so if he wants to announce there and he chooses washington i think they'll figure out a way to get him in but i think the preference would be just to get him and have it be done
0: rank him one two three uh, between
1: Kyle Ford and Brew McCoy, uh,
0: well, they're not going to get
1: Brew McCoy. I don't think they're getting Brew they're not, McCoy.
0: They're not getting Brew McCoy. Any
1: anybody who who keeps telling you that Washington has a great shot with them, they're not getting. They're Brew probably McCoy. not getting Brew McCoy. They're, so they're not getting. Brew okay, McCoy. Got,
0: they're not getting him. Wipe him. erase that from your memory.
1: I'll, I'll tell people right now. Kim is gets mad at me because I don't hedge things correctly and I make too many definitive statements. So that should tell you Kim's confidence level that they're not getting. Brew they're not McCoy.
0: getting Brew McCoy. So
1: anyway. <laughs> But if you had to rank him, it would be probably be Kyle Ford, and then Kennedy Lewis and Puka Nakua are probably tied. Okay. So I, you know, I think they, you know, Puka Nakua isn't deciding until February anyway. It sounds like, and if that's the case, I think Washington wants to wrap it up earlier than that. All right, Daniel Uh Daniel Hamuli, uh, the linebacker, and I don't know. I need to check and find out what he's going to do this week because um, there is a possibility that he won't sign now on december 19th because he is team one last night and so if they win, since they won they have the state championship game on saturday the 15th well you know this is where things get a little complicated you know and so um well, there is a possibility he could end up taking a visit midweek we've seen that happen before but I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think they're going to push it off until February, and then we'll see what happens. Stephon Wright, the big defensive lineman. By the way, Mooley is a linebacker from Menlo Atherton. He's about, what, 6'2", 6'3". it's uh, not the same school as Ben Berkerville. It is not. It's their rival, actually. Okay. Um, it's the same high school as Noah Nagalu, who's already committed to Washington. Okay. So what was the other Stephon person? Wright. Stephon Wright. Um, he's recovering from sh- shoulder surgery. He told me he hasn't had any coaches in this week. Uh, to meet with him, he's going to uh, host coaches next week. Chris Peterson, I think, is in on Tuesday or Wednesday. I have to figure that out. Um, but um, I think Washington's got a great chance of reeling him in.
0: He's a defensive lineman out of Cathedral. Done with offensive linemen? Done with offensive linemen. Done at quarterback? Done at quarterback. Done at running back? Done at running back. Done. At, well, we talked about the wide receivers? We
1: did talk about wide receivers. We think they'll take one more. And tight ends. And tight end. You know, Kyle Patterson's coming in, the kid from Perry High School in Gilbert, uh, Arizona. He's going to come in for a visit. Uh, he had expected to visit Rice this week, this coming weekend. But now it's going to be Washington, and then we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, we'll have to see because, you know, just... He's I, a big athletic kid. I don't know if we've addressed this. Devin Culp has not been with the team here for a few weeks.
1: Yeah, he hasn't. And um, I don't know if that's um, necessarily something to worry about or if it's... Um, Because sometimes things happen uh, behind the scenes, and they're they're trying to keep it in-house and everything. He hasn't left the program. I know that. I've asked people, he has not left the program, he hasn't been kicked out of the program, but he has been disciplined by the program, so we'll have to see what
0: happens. By an anonymous source associated with the program devin needs to mature some
1: yes yeah and i, I but you you could say that about 90 percent of the kids that show up so tell me. Yeah. Me. <laughs> me too <Hell> me <laughs> me too i mean like i said if i had to abide by the rules that the football players did when i went to college there's no way that would i would have been able to stay eligible stefan Wright on the defensive line anybody else that they're looking at no, I think that's about it. Uh, Leatulatu Latu is the guy. Uh, he could be a stand-up defensive end, and that's what we think he's going to end up being. He's at a Carmichael, High, uh, Carmichael, California, Jesuit High School. Down there, he's about 6'4 and a half, almost 6'5", 230 pounds. Great pass rusher. Washington gets him in next week. There's been a lot of crystal balls coming in for him to USC, but I think that's as of today. I think after the visit happens next
0: weekend i think washington's got a great shot at reeling him in okay and um other linebackers that they may be in on uh
1: the other line oh henry tooto out of uh de la salle he's going to alabama uh he's probably going to alabama so um you know haymuli and and leatu
0: latu are the two guys that that you need to concentrate on defensive backs you know safeties and corners looks Mm -hmm. like they'll probably take one more Yeah,
1: and it's looking more and more like it's going to be Trent McDuffie. Everything that's uh, been projected recently is it's going to be Trent McDuffie. But I'll tell you what, uh, Jaden Williams, um, the cornerback out of Corona Centennial, he's a guy that the Husky coaches really want, but it sounds like they they might be trying to figure out a way to push him off until January
0: and see what happens. And I can't name the source, but I had a source who knows his stuff and he told me that uh, Trent McDuffie is better than Byron Murphy. Whoo, that's,
1: that's, that's, that's pretty high praise right
0: there. So well, it opened we'll, my eyes. Yeah, we'll, we'll just
1: have to see. But, um, well, I mean, physically they're about the same, yeah. you know, from a height and, and weight standpoint. Um, Byron seems a little bit more explosive, but if, if uh, McDuffie is more of a natural cover guy, that might make a difference.
0: Yeah. Uh, anything else we missed?
1: i uh, just trying, as we're riffing here, I don't, you know, I'm trying to think. There's going to be, so far I believe there's going to be um, close to 13 guys in next week. Um, there, there's a few commits who've already taken official visits. They took them earlier in the year um, and then committed to UW. There's six commits in this weekend. I think there's going to be about seven or eight commits in next weekend. And then you have Leatu Latu, Kyle Patterson, um, Hey Muli who we don't think is going to visit, but he's on the schedule right now. And I'm trying to think Jaden Williams, Jaden Williams is a guy that some thought might visit this weekend, but it's not looking like that's going to happen. So, um, just trying to, the, oh, Kennedy Lewis is the other one. So, four guys plus the eight or so uh, commits. So
0: this is the time we always keep our hand on a swivel because there could be a new name or two pop up. Yeah, uh, not that we know of, but if yep. it pops up, we'll be surprised. So we're always on top of it. So yeah. hey, we got to get back in.
1: Yeah, get yeah. more wine.
0: Well, you got to get to your wife. I'm going for wine. You're going for your <laughs> wife. So yeah,
1: and we got to go. We got reservations.
0: Yeah, we'll try. <laughs> we'll try to get you guys another recruiting right. uh, uh, podcast before next weekend. So yeah. for all of us at Dogman.com, I'm Kim Grendels along with Scott Eklund, Go dogs.